I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Cocaine-fueled car chases, ultras invading orgies, and Carl Walker waving his willy around a Manchester bar. It's been a wild year in the world of sport, and today we celebrate all of it with our annual awards ceremony. Welcome to the Shotties. Joining me in their black tie to dish out a few gongs are Zach Sweeney Lynch. Hello. Hello, mate. And recurring guest, Mickey Down. Hello. Hello, welcome back. Uh, Good to be here. Yeah, something a bit different for us this week versus just pouring yeah, over just someone's life. talking about sex. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah, I know that, sorry. I forgot what this podcast was. <laughs> you guys ever won any awards? I was trying to think. I don't think I've ever won anything interesting. I won the uh, English Declamation Prize at school. What was Declamation? It's like um, like public speaking, um, but in the form of poetry. What, what did you I declare? did um, the um, Hath Not a Jew and was bleed from from Merchant of Venice. All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. wow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the first and last Shakespeare reference you'll hear on this pod. <laughs> I don't think I've won anything else. I've been, no, don't think I have. Yeah, you, didn't you win like a Welsh BAFTA or something? No, nominated. nominated. Yeah. <laughs> Just nominated. <laughs> Sorry. And it was a, a nominated for a Welsh BAFTA. It was a COVID year, so there was no ceremony. Um, I did. I recorded a. I recorded a acceptance video. But oh, you have to do yeah, it. Yeah, recorded acceptance video, like because I didn't think I was going to win, so I recorded one, it's quite lo-fi. Then the head of our studio said, I think you're going to win. So made us record a really professional one with like professional cameras. Then we didn't win. <laughs> yeah, I think I was with you when you were live yeah. streaming it. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, fuck. And actually, it came up, the, the lo-fi one came up in my like uh, iPhone memories thing and I was like, God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> did, you, did you thank your parents? Of course. Or, or God? Of course. I, thank, God? I didn't thank God. I thanked my wife. I thanked the laundry list of people that was meant to, th- I had to thank and then lost anyway. I, we lost to something called like the Pembrokeshire Murders or something like that. Oh yeah. No, bloody good yeah, show. Exactly. Great show. <laughs> Get on him. <laughs> Worthy good winner. No hard feelings. But no. Yeah, I don't think I've won anything creative. You, uh, no, just bronze Duke of Edinburgh count. No. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> that's not an award, is yeah, it? Yes, it is, it is. Well, so that's, why, that's why you hired me, isn't well, it? Well, you went on, yeah. It was the, the, that boosted my CV so If much, you were so, ever at uh, a military <laughs> funeral, you could wear that pin to your... Oh, is that the rule? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I thought that the point is, as everyone says, yeah, it looks really good on your CV. Yeah, which oh, it exactly. doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. We always bring it up in my job interviews. So. <laughs> Did you bring it up in the, the, the upshot? I, uh, yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. we hired him. The time I led sewing classes at my primary school when I was 14. <laughs> so if there are any 15-year-olds listening, don't bother with the Duke of Edinburgh. And also turn off. This is an 18-plus pod. All right, Zach and I are going to present awards 
and we're going to go. We're going to discuss the nominees, and then we are each going to vote. Okay. And if there's a tie, because all three of us vote for different people, then Sammy, our producer, has the casting vote. It's a very powerful role. Uh, but before, is there some sort of like advocation for it? And like, do you have to like stand up and say? Why you think this person should win? You're going to read from the Merchant of Venice. Yeah, I was going to say, get my English declamation skills out. <laughs> well, we'll we'll discuss the nominees, and then we'll have okay. a little discussion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll see how it works. It's much like the process for the Welsh Baptists. Yeah, exactly. How I imagine it. Before we begin, though, a little request for our listeners: uh, we're doing a little survey. We want to hear from you about what you think about the pod, your feedback, your thoughts on the possibility of an extra episode every week next year so if you enjoy the upshot at all then please check out the survey it's in the show description there's a link to it takes 30 seconds to do it's all multiple choice it's nothing serious uh please do that for us right zach do you want to kick us off yeah let's do it so we're going to kick off with the poor bastard of the year award which uh which honors the innocent victims of our humor um whose whose suffering makes this podcast what it is so the first nominee that we've got is Aston Villa midfielder Bubakar Kamara, who got married back in June. Lovely ceremony, all the family there, big party with his friends, consummated the marriage and was then looking forward to two weeks of sheer bliss on his honeymoon when a text popped up from France manager Didier Deschamps reading, Bouba, uh, Adrien Rabiot is injured. Can you join the squad this week? And Bubakar had never been called up for France before and the uh, patriot and professional that he was, he instantly cancelled his honeymoon. His, uh, his, his, girlf- his, his wife posted a picture of him with his suitcase getting into a taxi captioned, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Anyway, he, he jetted off and joined the France camp. They, were, they had Euros qualifiers against Greece and Gibraltar. So considering the tame opposition and Bubakar's immense sacrifice for his nation, how many minutes do you think Didier Deschamps gave him? Absolutely none. Brutal. <laughs> Didn't he leave the ser- the wedding service? No, I don't think uh, it was okay. the service. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just say did. yes. <laughs> Poor bastard. Poor bastard. Poor bastard. So, so that was just a complete waste of his time. Yeah, I mean, he, he cancelled his own honeymoon to yeah. go and sit on the bench against Gibraltar. Honey, a honeymoon's an important part of... Can you just rearrange that? <laughs> yeah, no, no sympathy here. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, the Gibraltar fixture or <laughs> the honeymoon? <laughs> Has he subsequently been capped? Uh, I don't know, actually. Do you think that'll be the extent of his international career? Yeah, imagine. Yeah, in okay. which case, maybe it was worth it. I mean, we'll get on to the deliberations later. I think it's a small sacrifice to miss your honeymoon. A small sacrifice? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really do it. You didn't honeymoon. have one, did you? Well, I did like four nights. Where? Portugal. <laughs> Just Gibraltar. <laughs> took, took a, yeah. <laughs> Sat on a bench for <laughs> France. I did like four nights. We took an Uber there, did four nights by the sea. It was, it was all right. Okay. That's, uh, you know, that's a bit of suffering to kick us off, but I've, I've got someone who I feel has suffered a lot more, uh, and that is Luan. Luan is a Brazilian midfielder who has found himself playing for Corinthians, who were once a giant of the Brazilian league, but they've fallen on hard times. And back in July, they'd slumped to 15th in the table. And the unhinged ultras at Corinthians decided that Luan was going to be their scapegoat because he, he's a sort of like Aiden Hazard figure. He was like an aging midfielder. He was really expensive, always injured, never playing for them. 
and you know this being brazil where everyone's very level-headed they didn't just like dish out a bit of social media abuse they held a mock funeral for him on the streets of sao paulo they even had like a coffin with his effigy in it which you know nice and nice and uh, mental it's better than colombia where it would be a real funeral (laughs) (laughs) well okay it doesn't it doesn't start with a mock funeral unfortunately because paul luan obviously was getting this like constant vitriol he decided to let off some steam and so he did you know what you or i would do he got a motel room got some mates around and ferried in four prostitutes for an orgy okay he's he's winning so far (laughs) yet to see why she feels sorry why should we feel sorry for this man (laughs) because just as he was getting stuck into the orgy there was a knock (laughs) at the door uh, of his hotel room and someone had tipped off the ultras and they turned up at his orgy. They? How many? A, a, a gang of them, mate. I can't be more specific than that. that <laughs> a pride of. We're here for Luan. <laughs> at the desk they of the were, hotel. Mate, so they turned up and they had a piece of paper, a contract they prepared saying, This is the termination of your contract. We want you to sign it. And he was like, Fuck <laughs> off. Half naked. <laughs> Mid orgy here, mate. Give me a minute. Um, and when he refused, they beat the shit out of him. Oh, okay. Poor yeah, bloke. So, I mean, it's, you know, getting towards Colombian levels. Where were the security? guards at the hotel it's a motel oh, really? cd okay. motel wow. i imagine they tipped off the ultras the receptionist yeah fair enough yeah, yeah. i'm picturing a sort of norman bates yeah it, motel. Sa- it sounds like a honey trap though maybe the prostitutes tipped off the ultras uh interesting yeah, maybe they were yeah, un- maybe they worse, were undercover ultras yeah maybe they supported corinthians and yeah. had a brother in the in the <laughs> i think that's worse than sitting on the bench <laughs> <laughs> dancing your honeymoon yeah, dancing your lovely honeymoon. i'm not even canceling probably postponing it for a few weeks <laughs> or a day anyway luan yeah. having refused to sign he did actually leave on a free later that week so i can't really blame him he's now at gremio mm. so pretty pretty nasty imagine that happened in england yeah <laughs> Well, if someone was like, yeah, like a bunch of hooligans set up your hotel, also like, who's signed a contract to lose your lose your job. Also, his crime was being injured. It's like, what do you want me to do? Playing a broken leg. <laughs> I guess they just wanted him to fuck off. He was yeah. considered lazy, mm. but I'm team seems harsh. Yeah, very. And for that reason, he's not. How did the orgy end? I imagine it ended there. No? <laughs> then he was like, right, let's, let's get, get back let's to get it. Back to it. Like, the honeymoon was postponed. <laughs> You can always you can always have another orgy later, just like our honeymoon. So next up, we've got Lissandro Martinez, the Man United defender, who, after a long and hard season, ended a defeat to Man City in the FA Cup final, jetted off to Ibiza to to unwind and you know just like forget about football a bit. I'm just imagining that he he just wanted to put his feet up, crack into a good book maybe check out that meditation retreat in the north of the island. Um, But unfortunately, those plans came crashing down when the entire Man City squad checked into the same hotel on their Champions League winning bender. So you remember after, after they won the Champions League and sealed the treble, they went on this like three day bender, flew out to Ibiza for, for like 12 hours for a party and then back to Manchester to carry on do their do their open top bus tour and they checked in in Ibiza to the same hotel as as Lissandro Martinez which you can just imagine his heart sinking as he comes down to the breakfast buffet and there's Jack Grealish walking through with 
a boombox in his shoulder, blasting out Blue Moon. He was literally doing that as well, Grealish. I think he? This was this was the bender that he he got offered a wheelchair at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> coming back from my coming back from my visa. So yeah. I would love that to come down for breakfast and see the whole Man City. <laughs> not not probably not if you were a Man United defender who'd just been beaten by them in the FA Cup. Bygones be bygones. Come on, let's your hated local rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Also, wasn't he there on like a romantic stay with his his girlfriend? I, possibly is, is winning this so far. <laughs> so it's two physical violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beating okay. <the> shit. <laughs> I've got one more. I've got one more. Do you remember earlier this year they there was a group of blokes who were jailed for ages for illegally selling Premier League streams? Does I, do I, I, remember, remember I, sort of, I vaguely remember. Yeah, that. Like yeah, it was it was a really harsh punishment. So the ringleader Mark Gould was it was, Iraq goals or whatever? Yeah, one hundred and one yeah. great yeah. goals. <laughs> dot Iraq. <laughs> Other streaming platforms are available. <laughs> um, Mark Gould was the ringleader, and he got eleven years in the summer. It's one of our sponsors, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Mark. It's cost us on ad revenue. <laughs> the, the ringleader got eleven years in jail for selling illegal streams, but that's not actually the reason I'm nominating him. The reason I'm nominating him is because despite making seven million quid from the scam, he was living the life of an absolute sofa masturbator. So when when the police raided his house, they they filmed it and they published photos <laughs> of it. And obviously our listeners will have to Google this. If you Google Mark Gould Pirate TV, there was a photo of him in his flat and it is it's an absolute revolt. What's he spending the money on? Well, clearly, clearly not his lifestyle because he's living in a flat. He's on an inflatable sofa. That looks like, uh, you know, that backseat casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the camera angle? Yeah. <laughs> he's in his he's in his pajamas. You know those like Czech student pajama trousers. And then I can see shisha pipe, Domino's pizza. You know the little garlic things. Chinese takeaway. There's a plate again with some having a great time. <laughs> Doritos, Frutella. I think that's an Alka Pop. It's it's. How old is this guy? I would guess he's in his late thirties. Looking at him. I quite yeah, like the way he sat there. It's like, hmm. yeah, defiant. Yeah, like, I'm not going anywhere. He's got he's got a a <laughs> but like, how he's made seven million quid. He's clearly not. Spent Surely it on you, his can, flat. you can get a proper sofa. So you don't need blow up, yeah. blow up furniture. But just, how do you spend that? I mean, we're going into different territory here. Money like, laundering. Yeah, like he's does. He does look like he probably you know set up this thing thinking it's going to be a quick buck. It grew beyond more recognition, and he was still the same guy. How do you launder well, money? Well, now he's laundering, <laughs> he's laundering it through like Domino's' uh, loyalty scheme. Yeah. Answers on a postcard audience. So how do you launder money? <laughs> Seven million quid. I need to clean it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm nominating him because despite making all that money, he's sitting around wanking into Domino's pots and phoning babe stations. And also he's in jail for 11 years. Uh, yeah, and also, <laughs> I mean, that's the worst. Bit. And also he's lost his youth too. Yeah. Although, he, although he will at least get three square meals a day in jail and, yeah, and regular regular daylight yeah, a bit of exercise <laughs> yeah. at last yeah I, I think it's a harsh punishment I mean well, so where did Luan go after because I'm just going back to him because Luan yeah. Gremio okay fine which is yeah. a Brazilian yeah, team fine. yeah exactly <laughs> can't yeah. be more specific yeah, than that. Exactly. it's like the only one I've heard of from what's the other one <laughs> Corinthians Corinthians where he was yeah. <laughs> I think I think Mark Gould's a candidate I mean mm. are we talking about just, saddest life or most bum out position now person you feel most sorry for now <laughs> right now uh having heard their predictions i think i don't think what's his name mark, mark gould. gould i don't think you can feel sorry that sorry for him because he did get it get himself into this he knew what he was doing was wrong 11 years like, seems harsh though and didn't joe barton get six months for like brutally assaulting multiple yeah. people <laughs> yeah yeah that's true the um, system is fucked <laughs> okay. um would you rather go to jail for 11 years or have to move your honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> delay it by two weeks yeah. okay should we vote should we vote gonna be luan for me i think
it's 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 looking like a straight sweep. I'm going Mark Gould. He's doing a public service. Uh, I'm going for Luan as well. Yeah, is that I don't the- know. Lu- uh, <laughs> it's, it's very tricky because I feel bad for Luan in the moment, but Luan's probably fine right now. Whereas Mark Gould is probably not so fine. Yeah. It's Christmas. He's yep. by himself. <laughs> Mark Gould's got another, another 10 and a half he's years. He's Domino's right? in jail. Because <laughs> he loves Domino's. Yeah. He's currently getting a sharpened toothbrush up the Aris while... <laughs> we, can't, we can't advocate for criminality on this pod. So I'm going to go for Luan. Yeah. Yeah, because ultimately it would be good to get Sky to sponsor yeah, exactly. us. So <laughs> yeah, Luan it exactly. is. <laughs> All right, congratulations to Luan. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll ship the trophy over uh, <laughs> to wherever Gremio is. It's easier than just shoving up your ass and going to Pentonville. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next category. The the upshot is nothing without its wrongens, rogues and felons who balance out all the heroic and positive shit from BBC Sport. So this category is for biggest villain. And what better place or what better person to start with than Luis Rubiales, the disgraced Spanish FA chief? So you probably remember in August, Spain won the Women's World Cup. Unfortunately, their victory was slightly overshadowed by their FA chief, who first of all was pictured grabbing his balls in joy while standing next to the 16-year-old Spanish princess. And then during the medal presentation, he grabbed Spain's Jenny Hermoso and kissed her on the lips, um, which I think... I've watched the clip back. I think if he just straight away apologised and been like, you know, that was a bit inappropriate and weird, I'm sorry. At the height of the scandal, he made this public speech where I think people thought maybe he was going to throw cold water on it, maybe back down a bit. Instead, he was absolutely defiant. No voy a dimitir. 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 So to explain for our non-Spanish speaking listeners, uh, he, he basically says, do you think I'm going to resign? And then just says, I'm not going to resign about 20 times. <laughs> Defiant till the end. It, sound, it sounded quite Trump. Mm-hmm. Quite. What am I thinking of? I'm not going anywhere. I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like the speech in the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Well, what does he say? I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, I'm not fucking yeah. leaving. Yeah. I think he does see himself as that kind of a figure. Right? Mm. And then his mum stopped eating. Yeah. So, so his, his, he basically refused to apologise, threatened to sue people who, acu- who complained. His mum went on a hunger strike. She locked herself in a church in Andalusia to end the inhuman witch hunt against my son. They um, got good food there as well, so that must have been hard. Yeah, yeah no, no, no tapas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like, uh, yeah, or crispy. Pinchos. Yeah, exactly. Andalusian calamari is really nice. Yeah, they do, do a mean gazpacho. <laughs> she only lasted two days. She got hospitalised. To be fair, um, hospitalised after two days. Of, uh, what are you yeah, saying? That's pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long did Bobby Sands do? <laughs> I mean, in fairness, she's 72. <laughs> yeah, true. And, in, and the food's good in space. Yeah, it's yeah. hot there as well. <laughs> it is quite like cool in church there. True. How long true. do you think you'd That's, last? I reckon I could do four. Four days. Four days without eating. Maybe three. <laughs> Was she allowed three. water? Probably. Probably. Either way, she would just, 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 just holy water, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Cheating. Uh, anyway, he soldiered on for three more weeks. During that time, another family member got sucked into it. His uncle who was also his chief of staff, accused him of embezzling money from the Spanish FA and spending it on orgies. He apparently rented a villa near Granada where he would ship in eight to ten young girls and host like Berlusconi-style orgies with with his his lackeys. Rubiales denies this, I should say. 
but that accusation came out as well. So he he turned a slightly misjudged um, kiss into a global scandal um, and eventually resigned anyway. So for that reason, I'm nominating him for Villain of the Year. It's a strong nominee, I think. Yeah, definitely. Probably the most uh, high profile. Yeah. Very. yeah I've yeah. heard of him, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him and Gremio. <laughs> right, who's next? Uh, slightly less high, prof- high profile one. We've got Scottish ultra marathon runner, Dr. Josiah Zakruski, who back in April finished third in... Uh, that is very low profile. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of her, yeah? There you go. So um, both everyone's heard about in the world of sport versus whoever this person this is. This Scottish ultramarathon runner. <laughs> um, so yeah, back in April, she finished third in a in a 50-mile race from Manchester to Liverpool. And after the race, she went up, collected her trophy, was posing for photos, probably regaling the fans with tales of her 4am training regime and callous blistered feet. Until the race organisers decided to check her GPS tracker and discovered that she'd completed a one mile sector of the race in just 90 seconds, which would make her more than twice as fast as any human is recorded running in history. (laughs) (laughs) And it it turned out that she'd got a lift for two and a half miles of the race in the back of her mate's air conditioned hatchback down the M62. In her in her defence, she she claimed that she was tired and jet lagged after a, a flight back from Australia, and that she wasn't thinking clearly. Oh, you mean what? So she 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 she. I think she said she just that wandered she, from the race into a car. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know where I was. Like, where am I? Yeah. I blacked out. <laughs> she said that she dropped out of the race and then had decided to get a lift and then had been convinced to continue the race. But it's like you probably should have mentioned that when you were collecting the trophy at the end. And do you think when she was getting, she's saying when I got my medal, I was just like dazed? Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't she also? She also a week earlier had set some sort of record. It was like the longest distance run in the space of three days or something. Mm-hmm. Ever, so yeah, yeah. miles <laughs> in a Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good candidate, I think, because we hate cheating. Yeah, we believe in the sense of fair we like play. cheating when it's on the spouse <laughs> and by people that we admire. So, so we can talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, uh, Anthony Stokes is our third and final nominee for this category. The former Celtic striker represented the Republic of Ireland nine times without ever managing a goal. But this year, he finally managed to score in Dublin. You'll see what I've done there. Because he was caught with four grand of cocaine in his car. And I mean, that on its own wouldn't be enough to get nominated for this category. But he only was apprehended after a long and wild car chase through the streets of Dublin. Haven't seen footage, unfortunately, but apparently at the end, he did the classic car chase thing of like ending up in a field, ditching the car and just legging it on foot like you see in those programs. Yeah. And I always think, what, what the, what's the best you think is going to happen? Yeah. At that point? Mm. It's over at that yeah, point. it's over. It's over. Do people ever get away? Maybe. I've know. seen this, some of them where the, where the helicopter runs out of fuel and has to go back. And then yeah. Well, they were <laughs> running a helicopter. <laughs> is, that yeah. is that GTA? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen that on like, what's the American show that they, yeah. you know, the one that they have yeah, cops. Yeah. Do you ever watch the Russian ones? They get rid oh, That's no, the sort of no, one where the guy true. will get out of the car and turn around and shoot yeah. out of the car. <laughs> anyway, shoot, and- shoot with a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, that's GTA. <laughs> Anthony Stokes was not carrying a weapon, but he was caught with a Coke um, and spent a night in the slammer, as did his accomplice. And again, I don't know if that would make this list, except three weeks later, while on police bail, he ended up in another car chase. He he jumped a red light and the police, you know, turned the sirens on. And instead of pulling over, he he 
went through the streets of Dublin again for 20 minutes. Eventually, again, he was apprehended and he refused a breathalyzer test, which I guess is why... And he just likes handcuffs. (laughs) (laughs) This is kink. This is his kink. (laughs) Being caught. (laughs) I think he likes coke. (laughs) And car chases. (laughs) If I had to guess. He's quite a frightening guy. Probably won't get into his Sounds lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I am personally terrified of him. Hope he's not listening. Uh, But yeah, for those... those, He's not getting out, so... (laughs) Yeah, I think he's still on bail, so... Really? Yeah, yeah as in... No, as in the case hasn't been heard okay, yet. Fine, he might yeah. be in, in cuffs, enjoying his kink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit tired to please. <laughs> Damn, caught me again. I don't Ooh, want I've dropped shame, the soap again. <laughs> That's not kink shame. That's a uh, shame. <laughs> anyway, uh, for that reason, he's our nominee. All right, so we had three nominees. We had disgraced Spanish FA chief Luis Rubiales. We had uh, cheating ultramarathon runner, Dr. Josiah Zakruski. Yeah, that was a guess. Uh, close enough. It, but... um, or we had uh, car chase kink lover, Anthony Stokes. Uh, Mickey, you can go first this time. Who are you, who are you voting for? I think I'm going for Lewis uh, because, I mean, they're all criminal, aren't they? Um, actually. I mean, to varying degrees. To varying degrees they are, but they are all criminals. So that's the baseline. But I would say that... You know when the Time magazine does that like person of the year and sometimes it's like Hitler. <laughs> I mean sometimes. Putin. 1945 Putin. probably. <laughs> Not this year. <laughs> but like it's Putin. I think the the crime has to have a little bit of gravitas around it and like you have to have heard of the person. Yeah. <laughs> so in my case I'm going for Luis. So you got on cultural resonance. Yeah, cultural grounds. resonance, like size just size of the of the shitstorm that it created. You just voting for people you've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach? Uh I'm going to go for Lewis as well. Not only for the things that he did, but the way that he refused to back down afterwards and just kind of denied that he was an absolute wrong one, which is exactly, which is exactly what he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm, yeah, okay. My, I'm, tempt, I'm tempted by the marathon runner, but Lewis not a, takes not it. A drug dealer. I'm actually going to do the person I'm most scared of and go for Anthony Stokes. I think in the long run, he will be a bigger villain. But obviously, that's well, a losing vote. <laughs> be, but then we could, he could, yeah, he could, he could become a child predator next year, but he's not right now. He's not, to be clear. <laughs> he's a more scary bloke. I don't know if that is the criteria, but if you encountered all three of them, he's comfortably the biggest, uh, most yeah. frightening. So yeah. I'm that, going that isn't the, the category. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a made up fucking award, okay, isn't it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Next up. This year, we have lost some true greats in the world of sport. And we've also lost some absolute sleazebags. So this very, very, <laughs> oh this very niche award is for that second category. It's a prize for the dirtiest old dog who died this year. Um, oh my God. And we're calling it the, <laughs> the golden ticket to the grubby massage parlor in the sky. Um, is it, this is the one, the one we can't be libeled for. <laughs> Sammy, our producer, is wincing. <laughs> I don't think this is bad taste, personally. Okay. Um, who better to start with, then, than Italian PM, the man who gave AC Milan decades of success and later brought Monza to the peak of the Italian game. It's Mr. Silvio Berlusconi, the permatanned old sleazebag who, who died this year, aged 86. Um, about almost exactly a year ago, one of his last acts of both sleaziness and sporting relevance was when he gave a speech at the Monza Christmas party where he told them, if you win against one of the top teams like Juventus, I'll bring a coachload of whores into the locker room. Um, his wife was sitting in the, literally directly in front of him when he was, he was saying this as well. Um, he's probably best known, though, for the Bunga Bunga scandal. And for being Prime Minister of Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I already said Italian PM, didn't I? <laughs> I, do, I kind of feel like he is better known for Bunga Bunga yeah, than for being his economic a lot, there's a lot of confusion about what Bunga Bunga is. The the version that I, I think is is most authoritative is that it's described as an African style ritual that's a sort of underwater orgy where twenty naked girls slowly encircle Silvio and his guests in a swimming pool. Um, and apparently, it was taught to Berlusconi by Colonel Gaddafi, his pal. Um, and and apparently, Silvio used to spice up uh, the orgies by having the prostitutes wear Barack Obama masks. <laughs> <laughs> According to another escort known as Ruby the Heart Stealer, was this while was this while he was Italian Prime Minister? Because yeah. surely he would have been at like summits with with Obama. He said, yeah. no, 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 remember when he said to Obama, he said he's very he's very good looking, he's very tanned. <laughs> Didn't he also do it with Angela Merkel or something? There's something with Merkel. <laughs> There's that video of him like looking at her oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, according to another escort known as Ruby the Heart Stealer, sounds reliable, uh, Silvio also once dressed the escorts up as Ilda Boccasini, who was the Italian prosecutor leading a fraud case against him. Is that sexy? No, but I think it's more like... Power. like twisted fantasy. Is that while they're having sex, is that is he dressed as a bomber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think he's checking? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, Ildebox. We can't. We can't. <laughs> we'll never know. He's taken those secrets to the grave. Yeah. And Sylvia's not here to defend himself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Otherwise, we would love him on the pod. <laughs> we would. We friend of the pod, yeah, Sylvia. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Sylvia. <laughs> we'll probably have a montage at this point yeah. in the ceremony. Yeah. Okay. Right. Who's next? Um. So up next we have. Uh, another dirty old dog who we sadly lost in August, and that's former Fulham chairman and uh, Harrods owner Mohammed Al Fayed. Uh, and there are there's various stories of of Al Fayed being quite leery, let's say, at, at Harrods. Uh, but we're going to stick to the sporty stuff. Um, so there's this story of him 
he brought Michael Jackson into the dressing room at Craven Cottage one time to meet the players and apparently just burst in the door and said, hide your willies, boys. <laughs> <laughs> And Michael Jackson walked in. It's probably a good the idea. Team, yeah? <laughs> the academy. <laughs> um, they also Chris Chris Coleman, the the f- former Fulham player and manager, said that Alfayed went through a phase of coming into the dressing room before games to hand out Viagra tablets to the players. He also apparently did for this afterwards or for the game. Hopefully afterwards. I don't know if that would really help them on the on the pitch. Is it just on the level <laughs> of like, ha-ha, Viagra? Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think he doesn't sort of, really understand what like he's like doing. Like if you win, you enjoy this this evening. He, he, he did the same thing to Arsene Wenger, apparently. Once in the... It's like Arsenal were playing at Craven Cottage and... 20 minutes before kickoff, they're doing a little walk around the pitch and Alfayed's in the centre circle with um, with Arsene Wenger and puts his hand in his pocket and hands him two little blue pills and said and said to him, give these to your boys, it will help them get it up later. At which point, apparently, Wenger looked into his hand, realised what he had and went bright red and just walked off. <laughs> with the pills? Yeah. <laughs> with the pills. Did he go bright glasses. red after the pills were taken? <laughs> Probably. So he's just very into Viagra. He just loved Viagra. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think Berlusconi is winning so far. <laughs> okay. He's, he's, he's what, what is this again? What is this? T- t- uh, it's it's the biggest wrong in who's dead. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> dirtiest old dog who died this year. Okay. Yeah. So so per- perviest yeah. person who died this year, kind of thing. Um, on the subject of Viagra, I actually <laughs> feel pretty bad chucking this nomination in, but I'm going to share it anyway, and that is. John Motson, the late commentator, who I always considered, oh God, um, I always considered something of a national treasure. Well, he was, right. yeah. Okay, until I saw this story. He also existed in the seventies. <laughs> well, okay. It was not a great year for men. Oh, decade. I mean, great year for decade for for a certain kind of guy, but bad for the world. But I, I, there's, I, there's no evidence to suggest Motti did anything wrong in the 70s. I didn't say there was. <laughs> but I, I did see this story in Popbitch after he died, and I, I felt I had to share it. Um, this is a I'll quote from Popbitch. A younger female colleague accompanied Motti to lunch one time. Most of the meal passed without incident, but shortly before dessert, he retrieved a blue pill from his pocket. He showed it to her and asked if she knew what it was. She did. It was Viagra. He then swallowed it with the charming line... You have 20 minutes to make your decision. <laughs> wow. I really no, just, hope that's just, not just, true. Just imagining that line in John Watson's voice. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm not trying it's to like help you. <laughs> the iconic tone. I really hope that's not true. And I'm choosing not to believe it. But it's uh, quite a horrifying story about a national treasure. And I felt relevant to this category. It, it will surprise you, but there are a lot of horrifying stories about national treasures. Mostly from the, <laughs> mostly from the 70s. <laughs> what? National treasures Operation U-Tree comes to mind. <laughs> Which, again, John Watson was not, not involved in any way. way. Anyway, I want to make that very clear. Right, tough vote then. Should I just run through the runners? You go runs? first, because, <laughs> because I think me and Zach have done that. Okay, that's my turn. But just to clarify, the three nominees are Silvio Berlusconi of Bunga Bunga Orgy fame, um, Mohamed Al-Fayed dishing out Viagra's left, right and centre, and a possible, possibly true story about John Watson <laughs> inviting a younger colleague to enjoy the fruits of a Viagra with him in quite odd fashion. For me, Berlusconi. You two? Yeah, yeah. Berlusconi. We agreed on every... Oh, no, we haven't. No. no. Okay, cool. Well, congratulations, Silvio, um, wherever you are. Okay. <laughs> <The big> bo- 
wherever you are. Purgatory, I imagine. <laughs> At best, purgatory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's Italian. He probably paid for a fuckload of indulgences, yeah, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, you think he's sailing straight yeah, to exactly, the pearly yeah. gates? Exactly. He has to be there for some you know, three or four million years before he's allowed in, but <laughs> considering what he did. <laughs> imagine the confession box. <laughs> the, the priest has to go on shifts. <laughs> The final award that we've got time for this evening is the Neymar Golden Broomstick for Modern Romance. And if you need the name of that award explaining it, it is dedicated to the time Neymar threatened to shove a broomstick up the arse of his mum's 22-year-old toy boy. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, and the former, friend of the <laughs> I'm really, yeah, what? <laughs> anyway, moving. Is moving, this a shagger of the year? Moving, no, no, no. So this is a award dedicated to unusual romantic arrangements. Unfortunately, last year's winner, Hulk, uh, was unable to join us to present this award as he's recently welcomed a second child by his ex-wife's niece so so you're stuck with us unfortunately and how many we've only got a couple of it's, a, it's a straight shootout all right um do you want to yeah, introduce first. our first candidate one nominee. <laughs> no there are two <laughs> uncontested again, again i think there's going to be quite a clear winner <laughs> it's like some little old lady and like <laughs> i'll nominate the runner-up uh which is David Hay, the boxer. D- David Hay spent two decades doing 5am shuttle runs and taking uppercuts to the face. So you think he just want to put his feet up now. I think he's in his 40s. Um, instead, he signed up for an exhausting assignment, which is a three-way relationship. This year, it emerged that he was in a thruple with Una Healy, who's a singer in the Saturdays, um, and model Sean Osborne. And, and the three of them announced to their families that they, they were a thruple. Um, Una later left, and there are regular stories about um, them replacing her with, with a third member. They had to replace her. They couldn't just get on with it. Yeah, you can't just, yeah, have, just a have a relationship. relationship. Yeah. I don't know if it's that or if just any time. one of them leaves, they all break up. Yeah, yeah it's like, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, it's like Jenga. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that or if it's just any time he's in a photo with two women, everyone's, the tabloids are like, oh, his new thruple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in fairness... David has always shunned the conventions of polite society. So he explained his, um, his policy uh, on pre-match, pre-fight preparation. He said, I don't ejaculate for six weeks before any boxing contest. It's simple, but it sounds a bit crazy. The way I see it, a lion is most dangerous when it's hungry and when it's horny. If a lion has just ate an ant- antelope and shagged another lioness, you can walk up to it and pat it on the head. But if it's hungry and hasn't eaten for a while... He's a zoologist, isn't he? <laughs> but if it's hungry and hasn't eaten for a while and it's horny, go anywhere near it and it's going to bang you and eat you. It's going to bang you? <laughs> a lion. Does, he, does that include nocturnally? What, as in... Does he come in, in his pants at night? <laughs> I still don't understand the question. Because you don't have wet dreams. Oh, right. Well, he can't control that, can he? No, no. In but my then, experience. I mean, yeah, but then surely that's, that's, that's all the... He Do you think he'd just wake up in the morning <laughs> boost, incredibly boost. frustrated? This is fucked by pre-fight prep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sticky. Yeah. <laughs> and about a dream I don't want to tell anyone about. <laughs> about a lion. Maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> about banging a lion. <laughs> But I mean, what can you do in that scenario? Just start the preparation, push the fight back. Yeah, yeah postpone the yeah. fight. Sorry, I came. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Had a really weird dream. Um, so yeah, there is there is one other nominee, and 
I have to say that the the Upshot's pursuit of public interest journalism takes us to some exotic places. FIFA's corridors of power, the favelas of Rio, and every now and again to an alley behind Greg's on Pontefract High Street. Because that's where rugby league forward Joe Westerman, aka the Yorkshire Rimmer, um, found himself one Saturday night in February performing what the tabloids described as a lewd act. Um, do we want to watch the footage? Yeah, we can watch the footage. Oh, yeah, that's footage. Okay, yeah, yeah, bring that up. Mickey, would you like to do the honour of describing this lovely video for us? If I must. His partner's sort of standing on all fours, if that makes sense. But mm. I, I guess it's like, a, it's like a deadlift position. Yeah. Back's not quite straight enough mm. for a deadlift. So I'm going to switch why this off. Why is he on his knee? Why, why is he, why? I think it was a bit drizzly, so it was yeah. probably... Why didn't want to get his knees, knees wet? wet. Yeah. Or just, or just to, get on your haunches then, like crouch. Haunches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How come you know so much about eating ass in alleyways? <laughs> um... Yes. Did, did we describe that well enough? Do you think? Uh, well, yeah. I, I mean, do you want me to describe it? Yes. Yeah. It's a guy coming around the corner of an alleyway, and there's something in, in his, I know, in his vision, and it's a guy. Who's the guy? What's his name again? Joe Westerman. <laughs> Joe Westerman is wearing black, and he's sort of crouched down, kind of to the side, and there's just a big white ass in front of him, <laughs> being, I guess, munched on. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hard to tell. Is it a woman that he's doing? Yeah, it is a woman. Yeah. And she's, okay. she's, yeah, she's kind of standing. It's quite, you need quite good core strength for yeah. that. He also, he also has his trousers around his ankles. I don't know if you, he has that. his trousers around He does. Uh, yeah, so yeah. he's probably yeah. taken a uh, Are you sure it's his, the ass that's being licked? It does look <laughs> like that. <laughs> 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 can we get a second my, opinion? My other favourite part is that the cameraman, when the cameraman asks, can I have a go? And, uh, <laughs> it's like, what's the most horrible thing I can yeah, say right now? It's like, mate, you were the upper ground, the higher ground at that point. Why are you trying to debasing yourself? I don't know if you can take the moral high ground if you if you get your camera out and start filming yeah, that. Yeah, and, then, and then post it online. Only we can have the moral high ground. Right, exactly. Putting yeah, it in a podcast. Yeah. I'm watching it. So this, this footage did uh, end up online very swiftly and his wife um, posted on her social media saying, can I make this very clear that this is not me? <laughs> Good decision, I Which think, is, to yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it turned out that... Any proof. <laughs> yeah, well the, well, the proof was that Joe's very flexible partner in crime was actually a, a friend's wife. Oh, no. Um, and his, his own wife swiftly divorced him after this. Um, but I'm glad to report there is a happy ending to this story because... The Yorkshire Rimmer... He was tossed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind of happy ending. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, a joke. More happy, yeah. Do you think there was an actual, there was an actual happy ending. There's another happy ending, which is that the Yorkshire rim uh and the Yorkshire Rimmy are now an item. Yorkshire oh. Rimmess. <laughs> Rimmess. Rimmess. Well, that's a beautiful... It is beautiful. What yeah. a lovely Christmas yeah, yeah. ending. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Sort of the Love Actually sequel yeah. we all wanted. <laughs> <laughs> He he got back to playing like the week after, and obviously they were there was chance. chance. Yeah, there were chance. There mm-hmm. were poor bloke. I disown it. Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, exactly. I think he What's kind of has. As well? What are you like getting t-shirts made and stuff? Not that, but maybe just being like, what actually has he done? I mean, he's cheating. On his yeah, life, cheating. You know, we hate that. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's doing you know his public indecency. But other than that, it's just you know, mm. crack on. Exactly. Don't kink toss, shame. Toss that salad. <laughs> And he did. <laughs> All right, who are we voting for? <laughs> David. David. <laughs> it's disgraceful. <laughs> um, David Hay or Yorkshire Rimmer for Modern uh, Romance Award? Zach? Um, 
it's a very very tough choice but i think that the yorkshire river just edges it for me yeah 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 i think so yeah clean sweep so. uh i'm gonna vote with you guys on this occasion so that is has it been a consensus on everything apart no from the first one i think no because i voted for anthony stokes as the villain oh yeah i'm scared, scared of him. him but then why vote for him then vote for him to be like the prime minister if he's <laughs> yeah hopefully he's not listening yeah podcasts in, in jail, jail. <laughs> <laughs> hope not and if they do hi guys uh, <laughs> hope right. you get out <laughs> I think that's all we have time for so thank you both of you thanks Zach thanks Mickey thank you thank you, um, thank you to everyone who's listened and enjoyed our pod this year um, as I said at the beginning we've got big plans to take it up a notch next year so if you are enjoying it we'd be very grateful if you could take the quick 30 second survey that's in the show description uh, it's all multiple choice and just uh, give us a few pointers on what to do next alright big plans does that mean I'm going to get paid <laughs> <laughs> no, mate you got your free hat exactly thank you <laughs> <Get up> shot. <laughs> still big. pay for my subscription but <laughs> <laughs> Big plans. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.